0: Hi, I'm Kristen, and I'm Mike, and we're lost in the Sunnydale stacks. This is the Sunnydale stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California. And review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off As You Were and Hell's Bells. We asked, you answered, and Mike has no idea. Mm-hmm. It's a stacker surprise.
1: <laughs>
0: Boing. So Spike's autobiography is quite a page turner. Mm-hmm. From poet to slayer of slayers to a spectomy and champion of the hellmouth, as the book's ghost writer, I asked the stackers to give us a sneak peek and tell us the chapter names of Spike's life. Ooh. Nicola said, "This is my hair." <laughs> Rick said uh, he had some titles. Her.
1: Aww. Her again. Oh.
0: I really hate her. Aww. Oh. I really love her. Uh oh. I really hate her again. Uh. Why doesn't she love me? Uh oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and just repeat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I hate that she doesn't love me. <laughs> I love that she hates me. Kirsten said, uh, The alternate universe self-help book, Cup of Tea, Cup of Tea, I'm Becoming the Randy Giles I Was Always Meant to Be. Aww. <laughs> He's embraced that Randy Giles yeah. name. I mean, he looks good in that suit. He looks, he looks good in that suit. Alina said, uh, Various chapters for season four Spike include... <laughs> You made a bear, undo it. Kiss the librarian. And Weetabix for texture.
1: Uh.
0: Alicia said invisible blowjobs and other stories. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's also the Dan Aykroyd autobiography.
0: <laughs> Ash said passions, my not so secret addiction. <laughs> That could have multiple meanings, like not Mm. only addicted to the TV show, but just the fact that he's like addicted to what pain, Buffy, women.
1: And that could be like the whole like framing device of his life story is framing it through the show Passions.
0: Ooh, that would be great. Mm -hmm. Ash, write that. Jim said, I'm on fire or how a shiny bobble finally taught me how to be effulgent. Oh, like that. Bring it, because like, did I like how that brings a full circle. Effulgent, mm-hmm. and at the end, he yep. is effulgent. Uh, He's quite glowing. Full circle. Got, it, got him. Got Had a plan
1: from the beginning, just like Lost.
0: <laughs> sure they did. And my, I'm going to crown Hannah the winner. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm sorry. I got to give it to Hannah again. Mm-hmm. Hannah said that Sp- Spike was recommended to come up with titles no more than five words. <laughs> so we have Life as a Poet bitch life sucks then drew does oh i inspired sid vicious bitch how i met the mother oh i never liked angel bitch life on the couch bitch
1: life on the couch bitch
0: <laughs> out for a walk bitch Randy Giles, why not, bitch? <laughs> and finally, I'm the chosen one, bitch.
1: Oh, there we go.
0: Thanks, guys, for sending in your answers. I think those are all great chapter titles. Yep. I would read that book so hard. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, I was just kept thinking, like he's come so very far this season mm-hmm. from um, William, the bloody awful poet. Yeah, I mean, like you just think about like. There have been so many versions of Spike. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating.
1: But he's effulgent through all of them. Mm. At least to me.
0: He felt he taught me that word, that's for sure. Now let's head into the Sunnydale stacks and open the books on As You Work. Buffy is scraping grease off the fryer at the devil meat. Watch out. Oh, oh, that is a lot of grease. That is a full inch thick. I mean,
1: but you think about it, a lot of that's just like plants.
0: That's, I mean, that's fair. That's, so that's it, like yeah, a
1: little less less gross
0: i guess uh, but they they still like flavor it with like meat grease right mm-hmm. so i feel like it's mostly the meat yeah that means that mostly what's on your burger though is the veggies so good for you yeah i guess <laughs> uh her co-worker who is this dingus this guy i have worked with this guy oh uh, let me maybe this is a purely female experience mm. of like let me mansplain the world to you I'm going to explain how the entire world works. I've got it all figured out cuz I'm going to night school.
1: Uh no, that's it's not. I mean, I'm sure it's it's worse. I, I I I can't believe it's not, but I've definitely had those types of guys who or a, a similar offshoot, the ones who are constantly like, "Oh, let me tell you about this idea I have." And then it's like a super long explanation is like, "Great. You go ahead and do that." Of course, they never do, no. but like they feel the need to interrupt your time where you're just trying to do your job to like explain this awesome theory about this would be a cool thing to do. It's like, cool. Can I just sweep?
0: <laughs> oh, and I hate it when he says, oh, it's right. I keep forgetting you dropped out of college.
1: Oh, punch
0: him. Can she punch him? I realize he's not a demon, but I feel like there's some wiggle room here. You
1: know who else dropped out of college? Bill Gates. Who's cooler than that?
0: Right? On her way home, Buffy runs into a vamp. Uh oh. But it's okay, I guess. Because he Mm. gives up because she smells bad.
1: The thing that I'm more concerned about is why does this vampire know she's the Slayer and feel like very familiar with her as if they're old friends?
0: Not only, like, I was thinking this too that he, (laughs) like, at first he attacks her as if he's like. You know, mm-hmm. out for a walk, little girl. Ha ha mm-hmm. ha, I'm going to yeah. get you so easy. And he's like, oh, Slayer, you don't smell good. Like, wait, I you know, know she's the Slayer? You're going to die. Do you yeah. not understand that you're going to die? You're going to die. Vampires are not smart.
1: No, and as a general rule.
0: I do like the like, as he's like, no, nah, it's cool. We'll fight later. Just flying steak at the yeah. heart. Like, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> Call me smelly. Oh, my God. Spike's hanging out by his favorite tree. Aww,
1: and you know what he's saying? He's saying, call me Smelly.
0: <laughs> so call me Smelly. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I love this tree. Yep. <laughs> Just a reminder that when last we saw these two lovebirds, mm-hmm. uh, Spike had shame-fucked Buffy in the bronze.
1: Oh, if that's what you're calling it.
0: <laughs> he shamed her and fucked her. with the- Yeah, he shame-fucked her.
1: I mean... Jim factor in the Browns.
0: Oh, I got in the pink. That's
1: uh- <laughs> <laughs> a new club, guys. New club.
0: <laughs> I, I mean,
1: th- we do talk about Hyman next episode, so.
0: That's true. That's the yeah. thing that happens. They're getting really brave. Uh now that they're on Are they now they're on UPN? Yeah. Now that they're on UPN, they're like all the oral yeah. <laughs> and really graphic sex scenes, throwing
1: around bitch like everything's, and using great.
0: hymen. Uh, <laughs> and then Spike crashed her birthday party, uh, where Buffy was actually able to successfully reject him. So yeah. the last we saw, she was she was on a Spike diet, mm-hmm. no Spike, and he was like moving her hand towards his cramp. Is how that was going. Yep. Uh, but now it really is his favorite treat because she's gonna boink him under it what happened to your willpower? You were doing so good.
1: Well, I mean, I think that's the kind of microcosm of the theme of the episode. It's like, Buffy's having a hard time. Major setback goes to that guilty pleasure.
0: But like at the beginning of this, I understand that later. Mm -hmm. I understand later that when she's like looking for solace, but right now this, I feel like she, I almost feel like it would make this episode better. If she rejected him here, I think it would be better. Yeah. And so that later, yeah. when she goes to him, it's a bigger fucking deal. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's not it's it's not just like oh, this is just always going to be. Will they? Won't they? Is, how does she feel this particular time of day about? Yeah, Spike? this feels
0: like a regression for mm-hmm. no reason.
1: Yeah, especially since like yeah, exactly like you said, it would it would definitely up the say it,
0: say it. You want to say it? Say it.
1: The uh, pointy objects. <laughs> uh it would totally up the pointy objects uh if they weren't to up the pointy objects at this point
0: Uh, (laughs) i love how often that that film term Mm -hmm. uh is appropriate when talking about this show but like it's always a pun. It's always a bit happy. <laughs> it
1: it's like it's like uh, one of my favorite jokes in All of Buffy in large part because it's related to my favorite movie, but also I think it's just a great joke it's is when uh, Spike says who are you gonna call and then there's just a long pause nobody can ever say that again can they? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Don is not thrilled to be eating devil meat palace again for dinner. Mm-hmm. Get a fucking job, Don. But I mean At her age I had a job. If you don't like what your sister's oh, no, throwing no. down at the table, get a fucking job. But I feel like she's a
1: lot she's definitely trying a lot more in this scene.
0: The way she's, she's saying it is with more tact, where she's like, Yeah. She's trying oh, to be oh, sweet. It's, I just mm, I can't eat this again. I'm sorry, I said that a lot about my mom's cooking. Oh, that's when I that's when I like took my income mm-hmm. from my three jobs and was like I'm going to pretend to eat this, but then I'm going to Taco Bell.
1: Well, that's the problem. is She's she's getting the, the Taco Bell and she wants a nice home-cooked meal.
0: Let's go to Janice's. Where's Janice? <laughs> uh, she's not uh, a plot
1: convenience in this episode. <laughs> sure. She doesn't exist.
0: I'm going to start blaming everything on Janice. God damn it, Janice.
1: <laughs> damn it, Janice. I hate you
0: the gang uh mine is buffy head off to the bronze where xander and anya are still working on that seating chart mm mm-hmm. and the constant chip eating is it a little
1: weird that like xander and anya are there but it's weirdly framed as if it's like oh I'm, willow's taking dawn out mm-hmm. to the bronze it's like we're already there like to the point where it's like i trust you taking out dawn again
0: oh after she like took her like, to like nearly killed her yeah that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like...
1: I mean, it's it's been a number of weeks, but it still feels like a little, like... That's a big assumption to make at this point. Like,
0: She's been without magic for a okay. while. But I understand... I mean, I understand the hesitance of mm-hmm. like, mm, you broke her arm.
1: Yeah. Like, the last time you did this didn't go so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel like it, w- it would have... Been a little it would have made a little bit more sense if they had like framed it as um, hey, we're going to meet up with Xander and Anya at or the if Buffy
0: had mentioned like, yeah. is anyone else going, mm-hmm. who's driving, yeah. and maybe had a like, I know a check-in. Yeah yeah. 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 While Xander and Anya are miserable, Willow is downright giddy. Aww. She and Tara are speaking again i'm like just like you know I, i'm not gonna call her up but if i did she wouldn't, wouldn't hang, hang up on me that's cute That's adorable meanwhile the ever glamorous slayer is wearing a total mom sweatshirt mm-hmm. like i realize you're essentially a mom now but yeah. you don't have to put on the uniform uh, she's cleaning stains out of her coat poor buffy i just want her to go out with her friend like yeah. God, forget the fucking coat you have so many coats
1: yeah, <laughs> he does have an arsenal of coats. Just pull out one of the Soak weird ones. Soak that
0: shit in OxyClean and leave yeah. the goddamn house. Billy Mays here. <laughs> she wakes up the next morning, grass stains, still on her jacket. I do like that detail. Yeah. Uh, and she's missing the... She misses the garbage men, uh, which I remember being a huge deal for my parents. Yeah. As Like, I, we live in the city, so that's mm-hmm. not really a thing. But yeah. I just... I'm remembering my mom being like no you have to get the garbage out before they get here oh, don't you want your trash <laughs> and and this is the worst she's rejected from readmission to college oh. this is her fault though because if you read the letter it straight yeah. up says you applied too late you missed the deadline so they're yeah. not saying like we don't want you back you're not mm-hmm. smart enough your grades weren't smart enough they're just saying like look you didn't have your crap together i don't know if she was dead for the deadline.
1: I, w- I would think not, because it, it appears Been like, a while. yeah, she comes back after a few months of being gone. So I'm assuming it's like late summer, early fall. I feel like, yeah, give a couple weeks to like deal with not being dead. I think by by Christmas time, you would have, you know had this thought in your mind you should yeah. have been able to get that out by january 5th
0: yeah but i mean like so there's there's hope that means that like next year she can reapply but, mm-hmm. or next semester i guess yeah. she can reapply but yeah she just didn't get her act together and this is oh this stresses me out you see her go from grill to laundry to mm-hmm. garbage day to dishes and then back to the grill and you're like oh my god girl you need a vacation <sighs> everything's the worst Mm. just uh and then on top of that the political turd is working again mr i'm so great i've got the world figured out well actually oh and he's her boss that's the other thing and he's (sighs) like 12 and he thinks he knows everything and he like talks down to her and he's never ever doing work he's Mm. always talking to her about like this is the way the world goes why don't you clean the grill like well, no why the fuck don't you clean a grill yeah. pick up a mop
1: oh boy he
0: tells her to move to the register and holy shit it's riley what this dingus this is really well done where yeah. you're i mean like obviously we know he's coming because mm-hmm. we've all seen the episode yeah. before but we're like there's no fanfare you just turn to the next mm-hmm. couple, customer customers, riley what? Like, uh, i'm dreaming <laughs> am i dreaming it's a dream scene <laughs> This could not be more embarrassing. Oh god. She's it. working a fat like when he last he saw her, she was fighting a god mm-hmm. and Spike was in love with her, but she was rejecting him. Yeah. And like her mom was sick, but she was handling it. And now she's like
1: Welcome to Good Burger, home with a good burger. Can't take her order.
0: Exactly. Oh <laughs> she's got a cow on her hat. She's got a cow and a chicken on her hat.
1: So it's twice as cool. Ugh. But you know it's really cool that scar on Riley's face. Look at my cool scar, bro. Yeah, we
0: don't get an explanation for where that happened. It just like it's it's just like a hey, he's been through some shit. Yeah. He says, "I've been tracking something for forty eight hours, and now it's come to Sunnydale. I need the best. I need you. This is where you really think it's a goddamn dream. Yeah. Like no, nope, she's daydreaming. She just mm-hmm. wants this to happen. Yeah. <laughs> she walks out." I kind of feel like I'd like this episode better if we got to the end and they were like, ha, she was at the grill the whole time. It was a dream. Right? It just kind of feels like this is like in in light of everything else that's happened in the episode. Well, And I think that might be kind of the point. Mm. Like the beginning of this episode is so mundane. And she's doing like she's not really a slayer. She's doing a laundry Mm She's taking out garbage. She's doing dishes. She's grilling. All of a sudden, like, your ex-boyfriend shows up saying I'm hunting monsters and you're the yeah. only one that can help. You're like, fuck yes. <laughs> Thank you. Get me away from this.
1: Let's go off and play with grappling hooks.
0: Please. He's hunting a Savulti demon. He says they breed like crazy, so you mm-hmm. have to take out the nests.
1: I mean, of course. I mean, you've seen them. They're so hot. How would How would they not be having sex all the time?
0: Blinking like crazy. Yeah. Hey, we can find him on the only street in Sunnydale. Yeah, it was either that or the murder alley. So he's <laughs> going to start on the only street in Sunnydale and then move to the murder alley.
1: Well, they got to make sure they get to it before he gets to the Sunnydale Airport. He could go international.
0: <laughs> so this the design on this scene is pretty gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got extra long arms, which mm-hmm. is always effective.
1: Real big head, like.
0: Well, and Sweet like a hunch, stuff. like they, they yeah. clearly use the human head as like a mm. hunchback, so yeah. he seems super tall, and like his neck kind of loops over. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, yeah, jaws like teeth with rows of them. Yeah. It's effective. Yeah. Uh, Riley's help comes complete with a fancy government SUV. Mm. This is why she needs a car. Yeah says the podcaster who doesn't own a car.
1: But you also live in a major city and do not slay vampires. That's
0: true. If I slayed vampires and they were like, we're on the north side, but the vampires are in Pilsen. It's I like, better get a car. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Uh, I, I guess I could take the red line, but then I have to like probably transfer to a bus. And then like, how late is the bus running? You there's do um, construction. I, mm. Yeah, if there's construction, just forget it. I guess I could take an Uber, but...
0: So, like, they're, you know, some are like, oh, we'll have to exchange stories and get that great line of, did you die? I'm gonna win. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is a real ace. That's like... <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> With Amy and Riley, like, mm, I have the best story.
1: <laughs> it's it's kind of like a, a never have I ever when you have, like, a really good one of those. Yeah. It's just like, I got the ace in the hole. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't worry, you're all gonna leave your drunk. <laughs> this also, like, probably is why we don't learn about the scar on his eye. It's like, yeah. oh, did you have a scar on your eye? I died. Yeah. Do you want to see my gravestone? Sco- I sacrificed myself to save the world. Did you do that? Mm, no. Would you like to see my gravestone? I kept, kept it. Where, what did she do with that? Would that just stay in the graveyard? I
1: would imagine to, to avoid suspicion.
0: But that would be really creepy. That means every time you're patrolling, you can go visit your own gravestone.
1: Mm.
0: And how did they... They'd have to fill that grave back in. Otherwise, the gravekeeper's going to be useless. Well, no, not in a town full of vampires. He's used to it.
1: And it is kind of weird because, you know, with the Buffy bot, they had the whole charade of, you know, Buffy's not dead. But they had a gravestone. So nobody noticed that, that there was like presumably a funeral that would be announced in newspapers, yet the person was still alive. Yeah. Or I guess maybe it was a secret funeral, but still like you had to buy the plot. And, like, this never came up when they were searching stuff for, like, the welfare checks on Dawn. Like, hey, did you die?
0: (laughs) Anya and Xander are picking up family from the airport. (laughs) Rookie mistake. This is what your bridal party is for. You delegate that shit. Anya says the gnarles are teleporting in 20. Clearly different than the gnarl that we know. Yeah.
1: Because,
0: like, he doesn't incinerate people. Mm -hmm. He slowly eats their skin, which is way worse. Yeah. Uh, and also, to my knowledge, he doesn't teleport.
1: And I don't think he'd be the kind of demon you invite to a wedding.
0: No, God, no. Oh,
1: maybe a bachelor party. Because
0: but... he can eat skin. Why?
1: <laughs> yes, because he can eat skin. Okay, what, sure. Uh, what, what did you do at your bachelorette party? <laughs> you didn't eat a bunch of skin?
0: So Sunnydale has an airport, mm-hmm. a museum, and the Hoover Dam.
1: Yes, very clearly. That
0: they're going to... Um, repel down Mm -hmm. and in order to do that clearly you need to straddle your ex-boyfriend
1: yep like there's not a staircase
0: somewhere and like you can't like go on his back but you got to be like face to face with your legs wrapped around his crotch that's definitely the only way that could have gotten done this is
1: the most comfortable
0: uh so they're really setting us up here for a rekindling like the episode is clearly like these two are getting back together And honestly, at this point, I feel like if that were the case, I'd be on board. Yeah,
1: because it seems like they, they, they've both uh, grown up a little bit. Riley doesn't seem to be as much of a tool. Um,
0: and him saying, like, I like I need you is, mm-hmm. like, way better than yeah. when he left. And he was like, you don't need me. And yeah. you're too strong. When he's like, no, you're goddamn strong mm-hmm. and I need you. You're like, great. You have your shit together. She's boinking Spike. Like, shame fucking him. Mm-hmm. And he all the worst Scraping stuff. Scraping
1: all the grease.
0: Shrugging shoulders in the drive through <laughs> Yeah. At this point, I'd be like, yeah, no, I'll give Grylie a second choice, chance. Better yet, hopefully he gives you a second yeah. chance.
1: And you know what? Also, he noticed her hair.
0: He did notice her oh, hair. Although I have to say, like, <clears throat> he was in a ponytail. He had no idea what the fuck her hair looked like.
1: I mean, he could probably tell that it was a little shorter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: The Savolte jumps out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Riley gets conveniently thrown into Buffy and they stare into each other's eyes as they pant.
1: (sighs) Like, honestly, if Mrs. Finn was like three seconds later, it would be a much different episode.
0: It would be. Uh, This reminded me a lot of that episode where they were like fighting and it turned into an orgasm. Mm -hmm. That you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about this dynamic between those two. Mm -hmm. This is foreplay for the two of them. So, yeah, like as much as I'm not like a fan of season five, Riley, mm-hmm. I get this like this. I'm, yeah. I'm an I'm I'm on board like season mm-hmm. four, Riley. We liked yeah. he was he was fine for most of it. And like st- back then, strong Buffy turned him on. Mm-hmm. They made for a really great team. Yeah. And like to put yourself in Buffy's shoes, he's bringing back some great memories mm-hmm. of like before all this shit went down. Like, Yeah. yeah. I want to go back to this. Can Mm -hmm. he stay?
1: Yeah. And like their breakup was pretty quick. So it wasn't like there was a lot of time where it was like lots of arguments and fights. And From her perspective, it was mostly good until like it got really weird at the end and he left.
0: Yeah. And this person seems very different than mm -hmm. the person that was letting vampires suck on his arm.
1: Oh, that was a thing he did.
0: That's a thing I'm going to bring up pretty soon. Oh, hey, Sam.
1: Oh, Sam, our favorite character. Everybody knows Sam. Sam.
0: What are you doing with my husband? Whoa, 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 whoa. This is Briley's wife. Uh, she does a very good job of fighting the Zivolti. Mm-hmm. Very impressive.
1: He has a type.
0: Yes. Uh, they've been married for months. Buffy <laughs> Buffy steps in break and snaps a snack. Uh. And I love the delivery here of Sam going, oh, honey. That's okay. Her th- that oh, it says so much. Her delivery yeah. says so much, and I love it so much mm-hmm. every time. That like it's it's a little bit making Riley feel better yeah. about like shit we've been tracking this thing. It's a little bit like she's upset mm-hmm. but trying to like not show it. Yeah, is trying just- to
1: be polite because she kind of. Kind of understands, like, oh, this, I can't, I don't want to start off on the wrong foot.
0: Right. So she's a little bit sad, a little bit pissed off. I just, yeah. you can see all of that injustice, like, oh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, this was a homing mission, which Riley never told Buffy. Which, like, the takes right five away, seconds. Right away, you should have said it. Yeah, They asked, do you have a safe house? <laughs> she's like, so safe sometimes you can't even really? leave. <laughs> Love that. Dawn is snippy to Riley yeah. and good Mm-hmm. like oh yeah so you just left did you know that mom died and that i'm yeah. a key uh,
1: It it is it is weird like i i don't know i just feel like there's not a lot of a dawn riley relationship but it is interesting to see them like make one in this episode like there's a couple points where they make a point to like what does dawn feel about riley now
0: that's true <laughs> where it's and it was like, always okay. just like i, g- I guess are you guys having sex in there yeah yeah, yeah it it's still weird that he never does he mention her mom i don't think he ever says like i'm really i was really sorry to hear about your mom
1: no i mean maybe it's the kind of thing where he he, he thought like enough time has passed it would be weird if i mentioned it it would yeah. just kind of bring up you know
0: uh xander way too friendly although he ever always did he like always. riley but way too friendly well, not always uh after their like talk where Riley was like, mm-hmm. She doesn't love me, suddenly Xander was like, She doesn't love me either, and they were besties. Um but it's weird here. I love Willow. She says, I'm prepared to hate this woman. Aww, Buffy can't because it would come off as petty. Mm-hmm. But she can. That's
1: what friends are for.
0: That is what that is exactly what's in my notes. That is what friends are for. Like mm-hmm. I will be prepared to hate her for you. <laughs> Sam endears herself to Dawn. So oh, she looks old enough for this talk. Sam mm-hmm. endears herself to everybody. It's a yep. little annoying. I feel like I'm Willow, like playing the part that Willow's supposed to play in this episode. Like, okay, Mary Sue, little too perfect here. No, I, I definitely feel like that. And I understand
1: for the point of the episode, but it definitely feels like this isn't so much a character
0: as a plot point. Exactly. Like this is not a real human being. Uh, Buffy says, we need to stop this theme before Sunnydale turns into the Trouble Meat Palace. Oh, Buffy.
1: Buffy, Buffy. Even by our standards. (laughs)
0: Yeah, come on. And we're like the Bad Pond Podcast. (laughs) So we
1: were originally going to be titled, but we thought nobody's going to get that it's a Buffy podcast from that title. The Bad Pond Podcast.
0: (laughs) I also hate Sam's advice here. Give your guests disposable cameras. Okay, fine. But guess what? The majority of people you know are terrible photographers. Mm-hmm. You're going to get terrible pictures. You know what is worth... The, I'm sorry. I'm going off on wedding rant. You know what is worth the money for your mm-hmm. wedding? Spend all your money on a good photographer. Mm-hmm. It is well worth it. You do not want to regret that shit.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I have seen people do the camera thing.
0: Sure. But you also want a good photographer. Like, did they are worth their weight in gold. Uh, they find out that someone is selling eggs as a weapon. Calls himself the doctor. Like, doctor who? Clearly. He's in a TARDIS. He's oh. brain aliens. Awesome.
1: But like, the doctor went dark. He's rogue doctor.
0: Uh, Sam's all about, hey, Willow, want to do some magic with him here? <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> uh, not so much. Bad. But uh, then, like, Willow,
1: Willow's, like, pouty storm off, like, how is this person...
0: She didn't supposed know. Supposed to know. She has Riley's information from season five. Yeah. But then once again, Sam has to be perfect. And said, like, mm-hmm. I've never known anyone with the strength to quit. Okay. Maybe one fault. Does she have one fault? I yeah. can't think of one.
1: Oh, she married Riley.
0: Oh. <laughs> 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 Buffy and Sam patrol together. Mm-hmm. She tells Buffy, it took him a year to get over you. Mm-hmm. They've been married four months. He's only been gone one year.
1: Uh, I mean, it's like, it's possible, like, you could do the timeline right, right as she, as as he got over her, he got married.
0: Well, the, and, like, definitely, like, you know, dating, starting dates date. And so mm-hmm. when you find out, oh, they're not over their ex, that is a common thing. Mm-hmm. Don't marry them till they're over their ex. That's all I'm saying. Or
1: you know what? Like maybe that's give like a year buffer. Maybe
0: yeah. Maybe
1: wait for a you little bit have more to time get to get married.
0: Like after six months, you mm-hmm. can. I'm not judging, but if it's not over his ex. Maybe just give it a little bit.
1: No, I am judging. You should have waited. Fine.
0: <laughs> so Buffy's feeling sorry for herself. Mm-hmm. Riley has a perfect life danger a great wife he's very happy he's Mm -hmm. fulfilled in his career cool scar cool scar chicks dig scars Mm -hmm. and the brain is comparative as much as like we should not live our lives based Mm -hmm. on like how everyone else is doing and we all know we shouldn't do that you do it anyway you can't help it Buffy has none of those shit things. Her slayer life is the last vampire she went after. Said she was too smelly to fight. Her big bad for the season are a trio of nerds. Her quote unquote career is fast food. And she's boinking Spike who she doesn't even like Mm -hmm. and is emotionally uh, abusive at the very least. So... It's going great. Yeah. So she's just feeling super sorry for herself. I would too. I totally Mm -hmm. understand. She wants to convince herself that things aren't really as bad as she feels. Mm. So she goes to Spike. Not like this, Buffy. No. No. She does actually question him about the doctor. Mm -hmm. He doesn't flinch. I always kind of wish that we could see something here Mm -hmm. to kind of hint upon rewatching that like Mm -hmm. he was the doctor But his his argument, like nope, never heard of him. Don't know what you're talking about. Is too convincing to me. Um, But information isn't really why she's there. She wants to feel loved, even if she doesn't reciprocate it. So she says, "Tell me you love me." Mm. His face. He is so happy with this question. (sighs) He thinks this is it. This is her saying that, like, I reciprocate or that I want your love. Mm It's not healthy. No. Oh, but his face it kills me. Yeah. Uh so they bang.
1: The doctor is in.
0: Ew. Ew <laughs> Mike. I'm just saying that's what, like
1: it's like in the room.
0: Don't uh, no, I mean. call it a room. <laughs> She's young still.
1: <laughs> I didn't say what kind of room. <laughs> Could be like a little little mud room. Yeah, like, oh, that's usually like one of the smaller rooms in the house.
0: I've never heard that term. Oh, <laughs> it's just say like a pantry.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> but like the mudroom is like a lot of times where you'll have like shoes in the laundry machine. It's like the a little room that a, like
0: a utility closet.
1: No, because it's it's usually also like an entryway, like a back or side door. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, you know the mudroom. I mean I don't want to make any assumptions.
0: <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my stomach hurts. <laughs> 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 All right, so Buffy's life is sucking right now. Mm-hmm. We get it. Totally sympathize you with with you, Buff. I could totally understand wanting to feel solace when you're this sad, and being like, "I want a happy. Mm-hmm. Here's a momentary happy. I want to <laughs> feel loved." But, he, honey, there, there's a ticking clock. No, going yeah. on with demon eggs. You don't have time for a nap.
1: Yeah, there's no afterglow.
0: You're time. napping. You're yeah. supposed to be patrolling. Mm-hmm. Even if they didn't like walk in on you here, you may find out later. Like, no, the Demon eggs hatched while yeah. you were napping.
1: Yeah, then, uh, yeah, basically the world's over because, uh, you, 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 you get tired after you bang. <laughs> oh, and
0: in this moment, Riley bursts in.
1: Just a little awkward.
0: This is the worst. This is the worst. When he left, Spike was still like sniffing her sweater, mm-hmm. and Riley was telling him how he'll never get anywhere close to Buffy. And yeah. now. She's banging him. This is embarrassing. This is mortifying. Uh, also, what a shock for him. that yeah. he, Again, when he left, he was like beating up Spike for mm-hmm. sniffing his girlfriend's sweaters. And now they're in bed together. Also, I feel like this is a really interesting and kind of awesome reversal on her mm-hmm. finding him with a vamp on his arm.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Like this is the in- exact same scene. hmm. But reversed. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. Like, not awesome for them. They're both miserable. No. But, like, as a viewer, it's, oh, shit. That's kind of cruel. Cool.
1: Yeah, it really is a, a, a complete reversal of fortunes.
0: <laughs> Spike says she just needs a little monster in her, mm. uh, which harkens back to him saying the exact same thing in Into the Woods. Yeah. Riley keeps calling him Dr. One. Yeah. Awkward. Like the way he says it, doctor, is, is right. It's weird. Every time he <laughs> says it, I'm like, why can't you say it like a human?
1: <laughs> it's like, it's it's as if it's some foreign word he just learned and he wants to be really respectful. Like, okay, doctor.
0: Like, why are you say it weird? And like, I get he's trying to emphasize it like doctor, because yeah. I'm telling you, but even, doctor, you're just not saying it right. Also, terrible name for Spike. Yeah. What does that have to do with selling eggs? It's Mm -hmm. weird. Like, it It would make more sense if he was like, like Ronald McDonald, like on a fucking farm, because that would make sense.
1: (laughs) So, wait, are you saying Old McDonald was Ronald mcdonald's
0: Old McDonald, that's what I meant. (laughs) Okay. Like, something, Mm -hmm. something. Yeah, Uh,
1: Mr. Points. Why? Because because he's Spike.
0: No, it was something to do with the eggs.
1: Just specifically the eggs. Yeah, they
0: call him like Mother Hen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. But Doctor means nothing. Sure, Doctor, nothing. Again, Spike is too convincing in his lies here Mm -hmm. that I'm like, no, you got this wrong. Yeah. Because look at him, he's lying too good. (laughs) Like that, Riley punches him. Uh, then Spike says to Buffy, "No need to defend me, love," and she punches him. Did you catch Riley's smile there? When I, Buffy punches him, Riley oh, smiles and you're like, fuck, right. yeah, he's yeah. into it. Riley is getting a lot of satisfaction of Buffy mm-hmm. being like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love it. They go in the basement where there are eggs.
1: Uh, some spare props from
0: Alien Resurrection. Exactly, right? <laughs> like,
1: I am shocked they were not sued. <laughs> they were. Oh, maybe.
0: Yeah, no, this, is, this is definitely a scene out of Alien. Mm-hmm. Spike looking real pathetic here. Yeah. Uh, can't stand up to Riley because every time he does, he just gets punched yeah. and he can't punch back. Buffy says no more games and he starts crying. Ooh. This is not attractive. Uh, he says, well, that's bloody funny coming from you. No more mm-hmm. games. Well, that's all I've ever done is play me. You could playing with rules you make up as you like. You know what I am. You've always known you came to come to me all the same. He's
1: not wrong.
0: He's not wrong, but... Oh, buddy. You ain't looking... You ain't on a high horse right no, now. No, this...
1: You're not gonna gonna win that fight right now.
0: No. You, there's a bunch of eggs right there.
1: Spike, read the room.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Also, you keep getting the shit beat out of you. Crying is not making you look like. Really. Buffy can't aim at the little buggers with the gun Mm. that Riley gives her, Uh, so she uses the gun to hit them, and gives the classic line, these things, never useful.
1: Well, if you can't shoot, of course they would.
0: (laughs) Uh, So she throws grenades down into the basement. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Xander and Anya hide in their bathroom from their relatives. This would be a really
1: sweet scene if I had never seen the next episode.
0: I, But... Sandra has a great point here. I mm-hmm. love this. Riley and Sam have a great marriage, but I don't know what their wedding was like. And Anya mm-hmm. like Anya catches this before I would I'd be like, I don't understand oh. your point. Anya's saying, like, so your wedding is not, not your, your marriage. marriage. Just because you have a great wedding does not mean you have a good marriage. Just because mm-hmm. you have a terrible wedding with monster and demon families trying to kill each other does not mean your marriage won't be blissful. Could well, be. They could both be horrible. <laughs> and like as someone who's been married, it's not. It's that's. It's easy to like get stressed out mm-hmm. and like about a wedding and everyone's at each other's throat and you're just mm-hmm. trying to get through this thing. But like that doesn't mean that your significant other and you don't love each other. That your family doesn't love each other. Weddings are just stressful things. Mm-hmm. Speaking in public and formal wear, not for everybody.
1: You know who it is for, James Bond.
0: True. Yeah. yeah. Riley asked Buffy, do you want me to kill Spike?
1: I mean, no, but I could see where he would think that would be a good idea.
0: <laughs> sure. Buffy asked, did you come here to throw your perfect life in my face? Laugh at pathetic Buffy. Riley, with the wisdom here, saying, okay, so you're down right now. It's going to change. Mm-hmm. You're still a hell of a woman. Which, hey, we're going to hear that in season seven. You're Aww. a hell of a woman. And she start Buffy starts to tell Riley about that last night. I think she's about to say like, I did try to stop you. Yeah. But recognizes that like, she doesn't need to make his life. He's happy. He she doesn't mm-hmm. need to make it hard for him or yeah. make him feel conflicted about what might've been. So she says, Hey, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah.
0: I really like that. She it's very mature does that very, very mature. Xander and Willow are clearly in love with Sam. Because she's perfect and has no flaws and like mm-hmm. a human being, she's clearly a robot.
1: <gasps> Somebody call Warren.
0: <laughs> They're carried off by a chopper, and this is a great <laughs> shot. You get the blinding light, and yep. you know, silhouettes silhouettes being carried up. I don't know how they got that. I don't think they had a real chopper. A real
1: chopper. No, I, I I feel like what they they must have done is like just had like a crane or something mm-hmm. to like lift them. And the the chopper was like CG or like maybe like a model composited in. But with the light and the fact that it's dark and in the distance that doesn't show as much. It was like, that's really clever, I think, how they did mm-hmm. that. As opposed to like last time they had a chopper get Riley. It was just like very clearly like, okay, we rented this chopper for three hours. We've Got to get every shot we can. We can only land it here in this field. He's got to walk onto it. Got to get the shot with Buffy. And it's just like. It's nice that they were able to very creatively get around a budget issue like a helicopter.
0: Yeah. Uh, Willow is still willing to pretend to hate Sam. He mm-hmm. says, what a
1: bitch. <laughs> well, I like because you could also interpret it that like being sweet wit- to Sam, maybe that was the lie. And sure. that she does really think like, oh, she's a bitch.
0: Sure. But I'm I- going to
1: be really sweet and nice to her because I'm still Willow.
0: <laughs> Buffy returns to Spikes. She says it's over. I'm using you. You love me, but I will never love you back. And it's killing me, mm. which is, he doesn't believe her until she says like, it's killing me. I can't Ugh. keep doing this. Uh, she says, I'm sorry, William. Oh, that's so brutal. <laughs> it's the William.
1: I think why she really kind of broke it off is that weird gold chain. He's wearing,
0: where did that come from?
1: Yeah. It just seems like why in the last scene, this scene,
0: why that's you what the that? The doctor wears. Yeah. I do, like, there's something about, like, her telling, like, Spike not accepting it and and saying, like, I'm not really complaining here. And her saying, like, but it's killing me. And then, like, yeah. he doesn't want that.
1: No, he, as messed up as he is, he does still care about her. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's I think, the, the interesting dichotomy of, like, yeah, he's a soulless monster who loves somebody despite the fact that it's not, clearly not good for her. But he doesn't really want to hurt her Mm -hmm. at the same time. it's why why it's so interesting.
0: So what's the lesson in As You Were? Riley said it all. The wheel keeps turning. You Mm -hmm. may be in a bad spot right now, like Buffy. It happens to everyone. You can't let it make you think any less of yourself. Mm -hmm. Or wallow in it. Instead, you need to make healthy, proactive choices to change your life for the better, like breaking up with a bad boyfriend yep. or reapplying to college before the deadline passes or letting your ex go with dignity.
1: Mm-hmm. As you were, Riley Finn. <laughs> Last appearance on the show. And I think it's nice to give him a, a better send off.
0: Yeah, I think so. Have that kind of closure. Mm-hmm. And again, I would watch a, a um, spin-off of The Adventures of Sam and Riley.
1: I think it would be a cool, like, six or eight part miniseries or some kind of thing. That would mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anything else you want to say about this one? Uh, No. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty all right. Mm-hmm. I usually skip this one. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm just not a Riley fan. And the whole, like, Sam's perfect always felt a little, like, yeah. eh, to like, me. I
1: like that they did it. I'm glad they got better closure for the character. But once you've seen it, it's not like. So much fun, you have to go back and watch it again.
0: Exactly, yeah. Okay, I think it's time to take a break and hear from our sponsor.
1: Want to get hitched? Without a hitch? Welcome to Sunnydale Wedding Planners. We supply all of your nuptial needs. Flowers, only the freshest. Appetizers, delish. Folding chairs, functional. Alcohol, and then some.
0: Blood larva? Well, sure. Wait, What? The traditional blood larva.
1: I, uh, mm, I suppose we could get some, uh, blood larva? The anchor? Ooh, What now?
0: Oh, wait, he's not a sea captain. You mortals are very confusing.
1: All right. Sunnydale wedding planners, we supply- A guarantee. A, uh, sure, we guarantee you'll be happy with all of our services.
0: No, I guarantee the groom will be there.
1: Ooh. Oh no.
0: I want him there. On time. And I want to guarantee we'll live happily together until the day we die, which will be too soon because you mortals are too fucking fragile.
1: Yikes. Sunnydale wedding planners, we guarantee everything but the groom.
0: It's time to put As You Were back on the shelf and open the books on Hell's Bell. Oh, my God. These bright dresses.
1: They're great.
0: Holy crap. Poor Willow with the sleeves. Yeah. For both of them, I feel like, okay, if you just rip off the sleeves off both of them. No,
1: like the sleeves and like the puffy part on the bottom that just looks like way too early 80s prom dress. There would be nice, like simple dresses for them.
0: They'd be fine. Even the, the fluffy part, like eh, the trumpet Thing came back mm. for a while but yeah. it's the sleet like and then it's just a very unflattering fit for both yeah. of them like both of them like oh but the girls are so pretty mm-hmm. and you made them look not poor things Aww. meet uncle rory played by stephen gilborne mm-hmm. uh who was in like every tv show yeah. in the 90s it's on ellen living single steph croven Super nice guy. Yeah. I want to be friends with Crovin. He's the nicest. Mm-hmm. You
1: can fix your coffee machine. He's great.
0: Thank you, call him Kevin. I like Crovin. I do. <laughs> and Xander's mom wouldn't actually be in any of the pictures, so no oh, one. Can... God. Oh my the god!
1: My God. It's a wonder Xander turned out as good as he did.
0: Seriously, the passive aggression oh. on Xander's mom heals me but then when you meet her meet his dad you're like oh i see how this marriage works he's emotionally abusive and Mm -hmm. his mom like has taken it for so many years that she just just has turned it into this like ball of self-hate and Mm -hmm. self-pity cousin carol really in a croven and i like that i want to see it happen spin off it would work uh she's wearing xander's cufflinks as earrings why would you pick up random, even if you thought they were earrings, why would you pick up random earrings and be like, these are mine now?
1: Do they look a lot like a pair of earrings she had and she just goofed that way? Also,
0: did you learn about jewelry from Dawn? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> still the tags on them. <laughs> hmm. Nothing on earth can stop this wedding now. Whoa, uh, oh, oh, editing down. joke. Who's that shady old
1: man? Nothing but fire, Dad. (laughs) That's that's why I think he should be named at this point. The episode you don't know his backstory, so he just looks like a fire dad. Fire dad. It's like when he tells more. There's this weird like fire effect around his silhouette. Okay. It's like I'm fire, Dad. I don't know. I just.
0: I tried That's looking up this I actor. Um, I think he was very famous a long time ago, mm-hmm. but because I have never seen was
1: Clark Gable <laughs> right?
0: because I have never seen any movie ever mm-hmm. at any point in time. I did not recognize any of his credits, but like I think it was the original rocketeer or something. There are pictures on his IMDb page that I'm like, I should know who you are. <laughs> I don't. Uh, Xander can't fit into his cummerbund. Aww. Side note. Why do those things exist?
1: To basically to cover where your shirt meets your pants.
0: Why? Because
1: people <laughs> are fucking weird, <laughs> and they like to pretend that clothes don't exist. It's the same with, like ties to like cover up the top button. Like, well, that
0: was my next thing. I don't understand the function of cummerbunds mm-hmm. and ties. I think neckties are dumb. Mm-hmm. They're just dumb and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wear one.
1: And I think they also serve more of a purpose when clothes were designed and and fit differently. Where, like, where your shirt met your pants would be more of a fucking mess back in the day. Sure. All right, like, yeah. you just want to cover that up with another piece of fabric if you can. But it's like, we figured out how to make pants and shirts that intersect. And it doesn't look like a war zone. <laughs> and there's not weird, like, flaps of things. And th- we figured out pants. <laughs> we don't need cummerbunds anymore. <laughs>
0: Buffy says that Xander and Anya are proof that there's light at the end of the tunnel. But like, but like, she's been to heaven. (laughs) She knows there's a light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs)
1: Okay, fair point. I I will counter that it's like having to live through this, this dimension, this fucking hellscape uh, that is just normal life. Like, oh, you can be happy here too. Okay, I
0: don't have to wait till I die yeah. again, and then hopefully don't come back.
1: Yeah, or go to hell because I guess I did something wrong this time.
0: Yeah, you fucked Spike.
1: Oh yeah, I guess that could that could be it. Or or you uh, sought no justice for the man who was uh, killed during uh, uh, once more with feeling. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that up later. Actually, in this episode, we'll get to that
0: oh yeah Tap dancer McGee yeah yeah that one Taryn Willow are buttoning up Anya and flirting oh, and there's got you know, like a cute little like she's a little bit of a stutter when she first talked oh I like I didn't go through a bow. she doesn't want to say obey mm-hmm. I recommend trading that for respect she yeah. uh, says so not to obey you because what are you some sort of sea captain or something <laughs> I love that. My
1: favorite part is that when she's like going over the speech, like so it's like clear, like <laughs> she had thought about it. I know,
0: and that was part of
1: like that you think go, it's it ad libbing, but you're yeah. like,
0: oh yeah, no, that, that was totally part of planned. Mm-hmm. I really wish, like looking back at my vows, I wished I had included this part. Yeah, that like because uh, like, Chris and I did write our own vows, yeah. and I kept a Doctor Who reference. I didn't <laughs> keep the Buffy reference. I sh- should have totally. <laughs> told Chris uh, at her wedding you are not a sea captain it would have been great. Uh, no one would have gotten it. No. Nobody.
1: Would have been cricket city.
0: <laughs> My mom yeah. would have been like what's going on? This is a wedding. <laughs> okay Anya's dress. Here's what I love mm-hmm. about this dress. Yeah. Upon your very first viewing you're like hot mess. Yeah. This is a crazy ass dress. The longer you look at it mm-hmm. the more you're like actually this is gorgeous.
1: Yeah. Because and then I uh, it really fits on his personality, where it's like at first you're like, "That's an insane way to have a dress," but it's like, you know what? It's actually really nice.
0: It's very Just like it's, Anya. and it's very flattering. Mm-hmm. Again, that trumpet mm-hmm. skirt type is is back, and like with the ruffles,
1: works a lot better there than and the the bridesmaids. Yes,
0: well, it's it's better fitting. I think is better the fitting, big yeah. thing. Um, and the fabric got, like, looks
1: nicer. It doesn't look as much like it's made out of tissue paper.
0: That. Uh, You got, you know, the neckline's very nice. You've got like a tulle Mm. neckline before the actual neckline. You got the ivy little detailing. It's actually, I like how, you know, after a while you're like, no, I get it. I like it. And like the veil even is a little crazy. But then after you look at it, you're like, no, I like it. It's good. It's very good. The quote that really gets me from this episode is she goes, I'm so excited. I want to share it with my best friend. Oh, what could possibly go wrong? Oh, I but I like that idea. And like if mm-hmm. you know, I've heard of couple you know, the idea yeah. of like, you know, the groom isn't supposed to see the dress before the wedding day. But I've heard of couples going dress shopping together because their bride, like, wants her she's like, I just want, yeah. you know, my best friend's opinion. I'm like, that's adorable. Mm-hmm. Uncle Rory is gonna kidnap a caterer. He's creepy as fuck.
1: Yeah, it, it it's like Xander's family is, it's shocking more than Martin Prison, the way yeah. they act.
0: Oh, uh, and the worst pickup line ever. I used to stuff things. I still, still do, do, but only for fun. I, I think you're going for the
1: sex metaphor. Where my mind goes through is I'm going to mount you and stuff you on a wall <laughs> like all my other victims. Mount her. Right in the mudroom. <laughs>
0: I feel like the only reason this is here is to draw attention to mm-hmm. like where Buffy's going to grab the tool later. Although it could have been from anywhere cuz it's a wedding and there's tool everywhere. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird that we have this.
1: Well, and it is a reference cuz it is established in the show that Uncle Rory is a taxidermist. Did we
0: really need to call back for it? I think I'm going to argue they needed to stretch for time cuz they didn't have enough material. Well, they have plenty of tool. <laughs> De Hoffren's there. Mm. Hyman's greetings
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> just how you should you know, say hi in general.
0: May the love we celebrate today avoid an almost inevitable decline. Oh, it didn't work, De uh, I love De Hoffren. He gives her a gift that's squirmy. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hallie has to ruin everything. Ugh. Dawn, nothing you wish was different. Fuck off, Hallie. You you suck. You're the worst. Spike shows up with his date. Yeah. How did he get here? It's daytime.
1: And who is this? Another vampire? Is this just some chick who's like fine with like, hey, stranger. I don't know. (laughs) Please come to a wedding with me. Don't be alarmed by the fact I'm going to have a blanket over my head as we travel
0: there. Don't ask any questions. No explanation for who she is and what she knows. Mm hmm xander enters the not really reception i'm very confused like usually Mm. the ceremony is like the thing but like pre-ceremony reception enters that to a slew of questions Mm -hmm. so he barely notices the old man winter coming at him yeah
1: you mean fire dad (laughs) (laughs) gonna make it happen guys
0: tells him i'm you from the future I gotta say, like, look, looking at this objectively, mm-hmm. if this was my first episode I ever tuned in for, yeah. and I was not a fan of the show, and I'd never watched this show before, and I tune in and it's this guy going, I'm you from the future, I would <laughs> shut off the TV and never watch again. That is a ridiculous statement.
1: Uh, I would watch every single week. <laughs> see what future you has to say <laughs>
0: ridiculous like i actually like rolled my eyes at this because it sounded so like 90s sitcom dumb like mm-hmm. jumping the shark like later seasons of family matters where there's like <laughs>
1: yeah. all sorts of robots and and they get shrunken down yep to, to honey i the kid size because that happened on that show
0: <laughs> yep it's that uh mr harris makes a toast not a great toast. No. Well, what would I do without my wife? Well, I probably wouldn't need to drink so much. So Buffy to the rescue yeah. grabs him just in time. You, you
1: could call her Buffy the Drunk Family Slayer.
0: What uh-huh. What is this line? Didn't you used to have a square pinkish purse?
1: I guess I never noticed that.
0: <laughs> I noticed it every time. It makes me. I tried looking it up and I found a couple things. It seemed more like fan fiction. They were like, oh, that time that Mr. Harris threw up in Buffy's purse. I'm like, we have never met this man before. No,
1: that's what it is. Is that because Buffy says earlier in the episode, he threw up in my purse. Oh. And then he's referencing that. Like, didn't you used to have a a, a square fingers purse? Because that's the purse he threw up in. Okay. So it's a callback to that. Okay. That's what it is.
0: Great. I didn't catch the first part. Yeah.
1: Well, it's also it's weird because it's like referred to him. They just say Mr. Harris, and that's before you actually meet him in the episode, I think. Okay. So it's it's hard to, like, keep that connection in your mind.
0: Okay. Gotcha, gotcha.
1: Sorry, I never even noticed it.
0: Old man has a glowy orb.
1: Mm-hmm. Look into my paperweight. That's
0: <laughs> what that is. Uh, and we see future Xander. Oh, no, Now He's the paperweight. <laughs> future Xander has two fighting kids. Mm-hmm. In all fairness, that is not a sign of successful marriage. That is just life. That is... Do
1: you have kids that are
0: anywhere near any each other age? In age? They yeah. will fight. Uh, one is a demon, clearly, because mm-hmm. of floppy ears. No. Xander's back is shot from helping Buffy. Anya's very resentful of that. Mm-hmm. And also selling Mary Kay. Didn't...
1: Wasn't he already, like starting to work is more of like a supervisor foreman type role. Like, yeah. Like, wouldn't it be possible for him to work with a bad bag if he's not actually doing the labor as much?
0: I don't know if he'd be a liability. I don't know if uh, he can get the, the fuck out of that chair. Like, it, I mean, the uh, way he's sitting in that chair, he looks pretty darn in Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When we flash to a later scene where they're at dinner yeah. and the kids are still fighting and Xander alludes to, Anya cheating on him and that's how he got a demon daughter. And she says, like, I know you're not my real dad. It's, uh, it's painful.
1: It's so weird. This is the first time I've ever picked up on, like, that being a real thing and not just, like, the daughter freaking out. Because it had always been in my mind that one of the fears Xander had, which I actually almost like more, more. Um, maybe that's why I always thought this was the case. That one of the fears that, yeah... Anya's human now, but what if I have kids with her? Are they going to be demon kids? Oh. And I i had always like read that, and not, I guess I just hadn't paid close enough attention. It's like, no. They both talk in, in several flashbacks about cheating. She says that, I know you're not my real dad. Like, oh, that's what that's referencing. Uh-huh. I kind of like it my
0: way. <laughs> no. Yeah, that is actually interesting, too.
1: hmm
0: Let me another flash forward uh, where they're fighting in the kitchen. And Xander possibly hits her with a frying pan.
1: You know, and doing research, you, know, you see different, like, what who got slayed this episode? And some of them say, like, Anya in a future vision. I'm like, it's not definitive. And also, that vision wasn't true. So, like, Fair. you really can't count that.
0: Yeah. I always remember the alternate timeline mm-hmm. as taking up the majority of this episode. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised that it lasts, like, probably less than two minutes.
1: It is weird that they don't spend more time there. Because, like, yeah, there's, like, funny bits with the families fighting or whatever. But I feel like, especially in order to justify Mm -hmm. Xander's actions, it would be better if you got, you lived a little bit more in those visions.
0: I feel like that's that's my main problem with this episode, is the idea sounds great Mm -hmm. and kind of a ghost of Christmas future Mm -hmm. kind of way. Like I always think of this as like the Christmas Carol-esque episode Mm -hmm. where like the old man is the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future, except Mm -hmm. only future. Um, And throughout the episode, you're getting these scenes of what's going to happen in the future, but it's not. They're back to back and they're very short, but that's the most interesting part of the episode. And it lasts all of two minutes. So the rest of the episode we're waiting the, in- mm-hmm. the 90% of this episode is waiting for a wedding to start when it never starts mm. so I get bored and I feel like people are going to skew me for saying that about this episode I get bored mm. if we're not in future flash forwards
1: I I guess I don't have the same problem but I, I I understand where you're coming from on that where you know if you've seen this once you know where it's going that all the pressure of like oh we got to get back to the wedding you just when you know that's not gonna happen, it can take some of the tension out. I, I guess I, I just I like the interactions more between all the different
0: mm-hmm. wedding
1: guests and that, and I definitely have my own issues, but I, I guess I was never terribly bored by the parts. Although I do agree, it definitely they should have spent more time in those flash forwards. Mm-hmm. And I guess you could make the argument. It's probably more expensive. They have to do like the Anya makeup or whatever. Um I do like that they make the very fiscally uh, responsible choice of he'll just always be in the wedding outfit and Mm -hmm. just be him as he is now. Yeah. Uh, So you don't have to have two actors in bad old age makeup.
0: It also, I feel like, makes it feel like he's experiencing it versus watching it like a television. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, it's very um, visceral for him.
1: And I feel like you could solve a lot of that by just having, you know, the first flash forward where they don't really seem to do much makeup on on Anya.
0: Maybe... 10 years from now yeah
1: yeah and even that you could probably get away with just like having a more adult hairstyle so you don't have to you know spend as much money on it Mm -hmm. and just have maybe that be a little bit more played out the other flashes can be a little shorter and just kind of see like the day-to-day grind of it and then it leads to that horrible end at the the ending but really to give more of that feeling so it's not just like oh you just need a little push sander Mm -hmm. maybe is what they're trying to do, but I think it's more interesting to see more of that.
0: Yeah. When the spell ends, he's impressively not mad about any of this, not mm-hmm. mad about the terrible things that Anya said to him um, or the fact that his wife cheated on him. Um, he's just upset that he might have hurt her. Yeah. And that endears him to me. Mm-hmm. But like, that's his, like, forget the fact that we were fighting. Forget the fact that she said mean things or possibly cheated on me. And yeah. like, you know, I was raising a daughter that's not mine, Mm -hmm. did I hurt her?
1: Here's where, like, yeah, I kind of, I feel for him, but I'm also like, idiot, Xander. So I really start to feel like, even if this is really future you, and you Mm -hmm. buy that, and you think this is the horrible future you're going to have, why not think, hey, now that I know this, I can change this, I can do better.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can see the fear of, like, if this is... If this is the future like I can't even chance the the fact that I might potentially kill mm-hmm. Anya to me like what feels the most in character if this were me like mm-hmm. I would run to my significant other I would yeah. run to them be like this just happened oh my god and not later on be like here's this decision I've come to be like I'm T te- I'm terrified. Yeah. I'm freaking out. You would not believe what just happened. Mm-hmm. Even if you ultimately come to the same decision together, yeah. you know, because I have to imagine that if, if the, if these visions were true mm-hmm. and Xander went to Anya and be like, if we get married, yeah. this could happen. I love you. And I want to mm-hmm. marry you, but I might kill you yeah. potentially. I can't let that happen. Mm-hmm that is a different conversation than I've already missed half of our wedding Mm -hmm. and then came back with this decree of this is what's happening. Yeah. Which it's even more complicated with that than that. And we'll get to it. But like, well, it
1: goes to like the overall problem is like, it's not the fact that he has doubts or that there's like issues between them. It's that they'll never tell they don't communicate mm-hmm. that they have these issues. Like if they had actually talked about these fears and concerns, then this future vision wouldn't have been as upsetting because it would feel like something like, Oh, we can get through this. We can get past this. But if you never address it and then you just see the worst possible case scenario, it's like, well, I guess that's an And
0: I feel like it's so normal to say to your significant mm-hmm. other, like, Hey, I don't want to turn to my parents. Exactly. Everybody has that fear. Mm-hmm. And I like, even old man Xander knows how to convince him. Um, he doesn't say don't marry Anya because you'll be miserable. He Mm -hmm. says, don't marry Anya because she'll be miserable. And it's playing on Xander's empathy and the Mm -hmm. fact that he's the heart of the group, Buffy and Spike talk. Uh, I like this line. She seems like a very nice attempt at making me jealous. Uh, And, and Spike's great here. He's like, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, he's very, I like
1: this. Yeah. He's, it's, He's kind of sweet and sincere, but like in a begrudging
0: way. That's really yeah. adorable. Well, it's like the end of the last episode. Like we said, like he, if she's just like, I don't love you, and he's like, I don't really fuck her. Mm-hmm. Her saying it kills me. It's his concern for her yeah. that makes him stop pursuing it. And mm-hmm. you're seeing that here, where he's still concerned for her, but kind of playing the part of, mm-hmm. you know, ex boyfriend. Yeah. He says, I just love this. He says, it's nice to see you happy. You glow. Does he mean that she's effulgent? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the effulgent
1: files. That's that's my name for a of
0: The effulgent files. That is a good one. <laughs> Willow and Xander. Uh, Willow says, it's a good thing I realized I was gay. Because, hey, you in formal wear? Ah, callback. Good callback. She says, it's not like we can start the wedding without you. <sighs> Push that away. Maybe don't leave the room just <sighs> yet. Maybe. Maybe just kind of like help guide stay him. stay with him. Yeah.
1: And I think this might be the point where and I go so back and forth at different points in this episode about like feeling for Xander's position and what he ends up doing and just being like fuck you. Even if you're like I I can't bring this up to Anya. I I can't talk to her now cuz I'm so scared. This is your best fucking friend in the world. Mm-hmm. You're alone. You can totally just like confide in her and like hey this crazy thing happened
0: mm-hmm. you it's know a, this is a magic world a magic yeah. thing just happened to you and this is like
1: your friend who would understand it better than anybody because they have known you since kindergarten they just said they love you more than anything in the world and you don't tell them can't just keep this to yourself man did Gotta... you learn
0: nothing from once more with feeling <sighs> Say this shit. Xander needs a therapist.
1: I really, I think that would, that would have prevented a lot of problems in this season.
0: Anya's still working on her vows. There's the other, I'm sorry, I'm, it's cute, but like, oh, so much of this episode is Anya working on her vows. Mm. Like, and it's cute and it's yeah. funny, but also like, I get kind of bored. <laughs> so she, this one's funny because she mm-hmm. calls Xander her sex poodle. Yeah. Um, I do like when Tara's like, maybe don't say that in your vows. She She's, looks honestly confused by that advice like really huh (laughs) (laughs) interesting advice willow says that xander's disappeared buffy you've got a stall buffy tells anya that the minister is performing a c-section
1: he's a minotaur
0: (laughs) i do like that i mean after anya's like Confused by it. Then she's just like, uh, I'm distracted by my vows. I don't care. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, you know, she's like, uh-huh. Yeah, I got it. Well, and also, like, maybe she's just still
1: out of step with the regular everyday human world that's not as ridiculous as it would be to most people.
0: Yeah. Oh, this is effective. They cut Anya's vows, her final vows, <gasps> over Xander walking in the rain. Well,
1: that is a great shot.
0: It is, re- it is very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I can, it's
1: it's very on the news but in a way it's like I can't fucking fault you for that. that that works
0: I still at this point like if I were in this position I would go to my significant other absolutely I'd be like look this crazy shit just happened we gotta talk like forget the other people in the room you and me you and me mm-hmm. alone need to talk about the crazy shit that just went down
1: and another way you could handle it if you still wanted to go the way of I'm not going to communicate effectively. I have made this decision, which again I don't agree with, but okay, sure maybe you you think this is a hundred percent real vision. Nothing can be due to done to change it. You know you can like annul marriages right, or you could get a divorce, maybe don't leave them at the altar. Maybe that's like more horrible than just being like afterwards like discussing this and maybe coming to some kind of agreement cuz it i don't think they're either one of them is terribly religious where it would be like getting a divorce or an annulment would be a bigger source of shame or embarrassment or horror than like an annulment you know I don't
0: know i feel like you don't need to be religious to take that commitment seriously even knowing that yeah it is possible to undo it yeah it's still i don't know to me that feels icky
1: i don't know. i i'm just if if from from Xander's viewpoint, you just want to prevent as little pain as possible. It's so horrible to leave somebody stranded at the altar. I feel like getting annulment would still suck.
0: It's possible that he doesn't trust himself, that if I go through this that and it, have okay, I can the that. wedding, I'm, I am still want to marry her, mm-hmm. that I'm just going to stick it out, and then yeah. I'll end up hurting her.
1: Okay, I could see that.
0: Uh, the guests and Anya are getting restless. Buffy picks up the mic. Oh, who hears oh. from out of town? Clem. Clem's the only one. And he's not from out of town. But he's. I think he, he, he may have recently moved. He's charming. <laughs> they play charades. She juggles. <laughs> SMG can really juggle. Yeah. That's sweet. So does Cloven. Love that guy. Don, uh, and some demon teen, uh, who kind of, by the way, looks like xander's demon daughter in the flash forwards maybe the same breed maybe his dad is i'm a little bit like we never find out who i feel like that could have been another flash forward who did Mm -hmm. anya have the affair with we never see a demon that again breed i don't know that's an offensive (laughs) thing to say they're such teenagers here oh yeah yeah everyone's Pretty lame. Yeah. Like, ugh. uh,
1: every, Not as messy as
0: my family. I guess everybody's pretty lame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll just move my neck around. Uh. <laughs> Don tells him about Xander and Anya overhears it. Oh, Don. She screws up everything. The families start to brawl because Xander's dad is an alcoholic mm-hmm. who just keeps insulting Anya's demon family
1: again, like, how is this guy not getting himself locked up with yes. this kind of, like, uh
0: Willow saves Tara, pulls mm. her out of the way. They hide behind a plant. And, like, it looks like they're about to kiss. I'm like, ah, no. His fucking kiss, you guys. You know they want to kiss. <sighs> Anya questions old man Winter. <laughs> a lot of good misdirects here.
1: Yeah, it really feels like, oh, so he was telling the truth. Oh, no, he wasn't. <laughs>
0: says you don't recognize me i know i'm not the man i used to be uh, yeah because uh, he could be old xander yep. um and she goes xander pause where is he oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> turns out he's not old xander that was a lie he no. is a demon he is one of anya's former vengeance victims the demon
1: Stuart.
0: is that his name yes oh my Stuart god birds that's right that's right
1: he is but, the demon steward. But he
0: was a human as yes. a steward. She turned him into a demon. Mm-hmm. The visions he showed Xander were phony. Uh, he was trying Anya. to break them up, trying to make her as miserable as she made him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he attacks Anya, but Buffy fights him off. She rips her skirt just like she did in the bank that one time. Mm-hmm. It severely improves that dress. <laughs> This is where she chokes him with the tool, yep. which would never work. No, that would... That shit is, is so neck? fragile. Yeah. You can touch tool and like rip now. Yeah. Like, no. Ask anyone who's ripped a wedding veil. It happens like that. Is there like a magic
1: thing and, the, and she just happens to remember like, oh, this demon's one weakness is tool.
0: The guests are still fighting. Oh, Xander jumps in here and like smashes the the demon's head with a plant or I, something like a column. Something. It's weird.
1: Two questions. Yeah. Uh, first of all, why is he back? Is he just back to tell Anya I'm yes. leaving? Correct. Okay, because it seems unclear if like that just happens when he happens to come back. Um, no, secondly,
0: I think he, like he made the decision. He's like, I gotta.
1: I gotta tell her i'm Audi. i think that's how he was originally going to say it yeah that's,
0: like, that was in the original hey, script
1: anya i'm Audi. Ah. um second of all he kills this guy and okay from his point of view it's just another demon but it was a guy originally so this is the second human oh. that xander is responsible for killing
0: uh. this season I did that. No, he he was, was totally a guy. He got changed into a demon. Okay, but in this present state, he is a demon that was going to kill Anya. But it's still like... No, present state's a demon. <sighs> huh. Technically, a vampire used to be a person. You could, okay. That was a really good argument. Come on. but Snaps for my argument. That was right. That's correct. Okay,
1: but counter-argument. All right. We don't know that he doesn't still have his soul. We don't know what the rules of this demon breed are, so he could be killing... A, a An insouled human who just happens to be in a demon form because, you know, Anya did her, her old job, which we can agree, even though sometimes it feels justified, probably not okay to, if somebody's cheating on you, have them be tortured in hell dimension.
0: He's an attempted murderer because he's trying to kill Anya. Also, Amy's mom, a witch, mm-hmm. still technically human banished to a fate worse than death
1: but not death it could be turned you know well i could still do reveal worse than
0: reveal a well so was Stuart. so she's doing him a favor <laughs> he's doing her
1: a favor <laughs> I, i'm just saying xander you got a lot to think about this episode maybe you killed another dude and you
0: happen to be I feel a demon. Like no one is on your side on this.
1: I feel like uh hashtag Team Stewart no! if you think that okay, yeah,
0: stop him from, from killing
1: Anya, but you're still murdering a guy. Kill that bitch. Wow. <laughs> so hashtag Team Stewart or hashtag kill that bitch. <laughs> Stackers, you decide.
0: Uh so Xander and Anya finally talk. Mm-hmm. Xander says he's still not ready. Cause I know it was. He, okay. So here's a thing though. She's like, it wasn't real. He's like, I know how though you're just getting that information. Yeah. This is new for you. This is new information. She's just telling you this. You weren't here for his yeah. confession. Take a moment to be like, it wasn't real. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And he says, but it could be,
1: but it could not be
0: also true. If um, you worked
1: on your relationship...
0: That's the thing. Instead no, of cutting bait. Nobody sets out in a marriage to be abusive mm-hmm. or to be a nag or to fight constantly. Not a single person who takes their wedding vows is like, this is what I want for my marriage. Mm-hmm. It happens to a lot of people. It absolutely mm-hmm. does. The fact that like you're worried about it happening, the fact that you you so don't want to hurt this other person is a great sign. Yeah. That's wonderful. You are, you are, you have empathy for this other human. Mm-hmm. The only thing that you can do to prevent this thing happening is to make active choices to not do it. Yeah. To be aware of like, this is a danger of happening. Mm-hmm. Check myself before I wreck myself and make the decision to just not and maybe chalk instead.
1: Yeah, and it's like... You're kind of taking the easy way out of like, I don't trust that I'm not gonna be an asshole. So instead of working to make sure I'm not, I'm just going to quit before I even start.
0: Yeah, that's a pussy move.
1: Yeah, it's like, no, man, like you clearly love this person, they love you. You have some issues to work through. Sure. It's good to admit that. Yep. That's what this should have been to you is like, mm-hmm. I realize that we have issues. Maybe post them on the wedding or maybe go through with it and just with the, the, the agreement like, hey, let's go maybe get some counseling mm-hmm. to work out our issues. But we both clearly love each other. And that's what's so frustrating is like, I don't truly believe that like they shouldn't have gotten married. Maybe they should have waited.
0: I also like I get I get with Xander's family background and mm-hmm. like it's very effective to yeah. intercut this. With shots of his dad and mom fighting. Mm-hmm. That's very effective. I get with his family background. he's like, I don't want the marriage that my family had. I in no way believe that Xander mm-hmm. is like that. Yeah. Xander is not an alcoholic. He's not an abusive asshole like his mm-hmm. dad. And Xander's not going to turn into a self-pitying, passive-aggressive machine like his mom because that's not who Anya is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, le- it's a legit fear. I don't think it's going to happen.
1: Especially if you look at like what they've already been through as individuals and as a couple, like they've had a lot of stressful events happen in their lives. Uh, They've been, you know, fighting the forces of evil together for several years. They've already had some pretty decent stress tests. Yes. That they are a couple that can survive things and can get through things. And again, also, if it doesn't work out, there is such a thing as divorce. I'm not saying like pull that plug right away necessarily. But if you really love this person and you want to marry them, you can do that and wait on having kids and make sure that everything's okay. And then, you know, once you're, you're, you know, you're solid in your relationship, you've gone through the steps and made sure everything's tight. Then maybe think about having the kids. And if you can't, then that is an option. It doesn't have to be, I I will marry you and have kids and be miserable and kill you. Or. I will leave you at the altar.
0: Yeah. Those, those are not you, the only those two. Those are outfits. not. Well, it hit him, his, he says, if we make this mistake, it's forever. I had to burst your bubble here, dude. You have now hurt her heart. Yeah. You've now broken her heart forever. Yeah, She will never forget. You don't really get this. over
1: being left at the altar.
0: No. Ugh, there is nothing sadder than a sad bride walking down the aisle. Oh, Xander checks into a shitty motel. Mm -hmm. DeHoffrin comforts Anya. Says it's time to get back to what you do best. (sighs) Dancing? She's a very good dancer. So what do you think of this one?
1: I definitely think there's some flaws. But much like Anya and Xander's relationship, I think there's enough good in it to work through the issues. And that it's a pretty solid episode. I could see skipping it if you don't want the bummer because like you know what happens sure like all you really need story wise I think is like that shot of Xander walking away in the rain like you get you get what happened mm. and that's that's like the strongest image I remember in the recaps you know at the top of episodes Mm -hmm. is like when they have to like hey Xander left you at the altar it would always be that shot and I was like Mm -hmm. oh yeah every time Um, but I, I, I don't think I dislike it as much as you, but I definitely acknowledge it could have been a little tighter.
0: It's not really like I dislike it. I, I like the potential. I like Mm -hmm. the idea of it and there's some good things in there. I just feel like a few changes could have made it super duper solid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't cry during this episode. This episode should yeah. make me cry. No, and, you know, I and see like that. when people talk about like, oh, how sad this episode is. I want it to be. It mm-hmm. should be. It should break my heart. But it, and like I'm in theory, yes, mm-hmm. I'm very sad for everyone involved. But it doesn't hit me to the point where I'm like hugging my cat with tears mm-hmm. streaming down my face the way some other episodes do. And
1: you know what? I, I think to kind of go back to the idea of having the the flash forwards be longer what would also help that is like one early on where they're really happy
0: yeah where
1: they're like a, a newlywed couple or like maybe it's been a couple years and you know maybe they have like a little fight but it's like still sweet and they're happy together because then both it makes it more realistic and you know it, it it kind of sets up something to be taken away a little bit more than just like the hectic panic yeah of the when wedding. they're
0: at that dinner scene i just hate both of them yeah. Like it's. I mean, like I don't want Xander to hit her with a frying pan, no. but I hate both of them. Yeah. They're both terrible, mm-hmm. and it's you want to feel that loss of something great.
1: Yeah. And I think it would have been smarter on Stewart's part. R.I.P. Stewart. To to have that to make it even more convincing, because obviously they have issues. There would definitely be some good times before it gets to like back break Mary Kay demon. Sure. child times
0: yeah i so, mean yeah. they made two children there were some mm-hmm. good times
1: yeah well maybe just one
0: <laughs> two children
1: maybe just one
0: that's fair no okay I gotcha. I gotcha i gotcha
1: so um they went to the airport in this this episode and you know Cle- clem said he was he was from out of town so maybe we could could be like them and take a little trip international now Reachin, you know it. Buffy Tapaja Vampiret, Ernie Dragon, Dusty and the Flash Canoe, Future Rifle, International. That one should have been a layup. <laughs> I had so many things that I just tried to tie them all together and didn't work. Much like the wedding. No. Um, so for As You Were, I like the German title. It's sweet. Surprise visitor. Uh, French. The wheel keeps spinning. Very specific.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Then for Hell's Bells, uh, German. Pretty literal. Hellish wedding.
0: Uh, way to just give it away.
1: And then French. I'm gonna have to ask you, Fr- France. Um, are you okay? Because <laughs> uh, the French title is the noose around the neck. What? <laughs> <laughs> which? Maybe that's like a, a cutesy saying for getting married in I France? I feel like, like that might tying be the, the knot
0: Or the French version of the old ball and chain. Mm-hmm. But it's like, holy shit, France. <laughs> this got dark. <laughs> not, a, not, not big believers in love. No.
1: <laughs> the news are on the nick.
0: Now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week.
1: part of me wants to just from the controversy give it to stewart i think the actual most badass lay of the week was those baby demons that was pretty cool throwing those grenades down there
0: you called him stewart because that's his name old man winter demon he's the bad guy
1: Stuart, Fire Dad if you want to call him by his nickname that all of his <laughs> friends did. Um, Stuart was still a man, not necessarily a good man, but he was a man who got turned he into a, demon, a creature. He a got turned into a creature against his will. He
0: tried to kill on Consent ya.
1: matters, Kristen.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and I didn't consent to be killed. Uh, it was implicit in <laughs> oh, the demon oh, uh okay. curse interesting that argument if you get
1: cursed by a demon that you may get killed by the person who was cursed i'm pretty sure it's in there somewhere
0: that's in the contract that you yep. i like the de- the demon eggs the um yeah. grenade is a good effect mm-hmm. quick thinking on buffy and i like that like spike's crypt being destroyed is um mm-hmm. a continuity thing that keeps going yeah i like that I gave it to uh, the flying stake into the vamp that insulted Buffy and As You Were. Because I like that little fuck you of like, don't call me stinky.
1: (laughs) And don't call me stinky.
0: That's her new catchphrase. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) We're on so many levels. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Hey Do You Remember? And join us next time when we slather on the black eyeliner and jump on the school bus for our field trip to the craft. When we get lost in the Sunnydale Stacks. And I want to guarantee we'll live happily ever... And I want to guarantee we'll... Fuck me. (laughs) You want to
1: guarantee we'll fuck me?
0: (laughs) And I want to guarantee we'll live happily ever...
1: Fuck me! (laughs) In the mudroom?